Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Las Vegas. you going with this today <laughs> very interesting I'm just along for the ride today we got some crazy news yeah that's right we bring it to you how we bring it to you Ooh, it's getting scary in the building <laughs> where are we going today I want to know immediately But yes, you have reached the right source of news and the right person to give it to you. And I bring it to you as I bring it to you. That way. <laughs> oh yeah. They legalize weed in Canada, finally? <laughs> right, like we didn't expect that to happen. <laughs> Welcome back, welcome back. If you are just joining me, if this is your first time, if this is your first experience, welcome, welcome, and thank you, Linda, so much for the introduction. Also, Music Mike, for bringing me the great news that we give it to you. And if you are just tuning in, you are wondering who is in your airwaves, you are listening to EG, the Urban Scholar. And I'm your host for today, as usual. And boy, do we have a show for you. But before we get started, you know we must give all our shouts outs, you know. So I just want to say, wow, just don't listen to me, but listen to Richie, Naughty Nicole, Carl Higby, and a list of many more on the Renegade Talk Network. Also, check out that RenegadeMatch.com. Also, check out Sky Pilot Radio, The Heat. Also, check out Sky Pilot Radio, the soundtrack of your life, the 50s to the 70s to the 60s, just a little bit of everything. The Heat, definitely a mixture of hip hop. Also, check out that blog, World Famous Tired of Bullshit on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as I give it to you always, you're here to listen to the crazy, most realest news you're probably ever going to hear in your life. And as we get started, oh man, I don't know, Music Mike, I can't believe this. Well, that's right. China plans to launch an artificial moon to light up the night skies. Wow. And before we get started, I might have to touch on, I don't know if I can, but I don't know, I got a lot of hands waving right now but i might have to touch on that artificial rain with those artificial clouds but that's another whole another topic i don't know i might get to it later who knows but as we move on the night skies moon soon will have company that's right the night skies might soon have company chinese scientists are planning to launch an artificial moon into orbit by 2020 
to illuminate city streets after dark. What the like? They don't have a, let's let's get into before we get to questioning things. We're just gonna move right along. Scientists are hoping to hang the man-made moon above the city of Chengdu, the capital of of China's southwestern province. According to a report in Chinese state media, the imitation Chestelia body, initially an illuminated satellite, will bear a reflecting coating to cast sunlight back to Earth, where it would supplement streetlights at night. So from what I read, I'm getting that it's not necessarily going to be a sun like we actually were, not a sun, but a moon. It's necessarily going to be a satellite that is pretty much a mirror. Uh, I'm just going to read on. Scientists estimate that it could be eight times more luminous than the actual original moon. It will also orbit much closer to Earth, about 500 kilometers, 310 miles away compared to the moon's 380,000 kilometers, which is 236,000 miles away. Wow. So that's definitely going to be. So basically, they're going to have a nightlight. <laughs> a big ass nightlight for China. I mean, why not? But the only thing that kind of might scare you. Okay, so before I move on, let's just think about this for a second. They're actually going to make an artificial moon, correct? So then what's to stop them from making an artificial sun to actually eventually change the whole days? And man, that's a lot of power once you really kind of think about it. Because if they really wanted to, I'm pretty sure they can turn that moon into the sun and make the night actually back into day, especially since it's that close. I mean, think about where I'm going here, Renegade Nation. So do you see where they're kind of going? Are they kind of maybe trying to tell us something that they're pretty much going to start making their own days up and maybe not even because, you know, they're already on a different what, like Chinese New Year and all that. I don't want to go into that, but they're on a whole different damn near time was like uh, 12 time zones. And, you know, so the way that they live actually is very different than us here. So with that being said, from what I'm reading and what I'm getting, they're pretty much going to start controlling their days by 2020. And hell, it's a new America. Why not have a new China that you cannot even control their days? Do you understand where we're going here? I'm telling you, but the ambitious plan still wouldn't light up the entire night sky, said the Titan Fool New Arena Science Society told China Daily. In the eyes of a human is around one fifth of a normal streetlight. Wu estimates that the new moon could save the city of Chaganda around 1.2 billion yen, which is $173 million in U.S. currency in electricity costs annually and could even assist first responders during blackouts and natural disasters. If the project proves successful, it could be joined by three more additions to the night sky in, in 2022. He said that right there is what I just said. <sighs> and I'm just getting this read. These stories that I read, I might skim through for maybe one or two minutes. As soon as I get in the studio, I'm pretty much here giving it to you raw. So like I just said, we can't make this up here. They're going to add, if this works out, they're going to add three more additions to the night sky. And let's be honest, if they can add three moons, what's to stop them from having three suns at night? 
and changing the days around. Do you understand what's going on here, honestly? Which would be cool, honestly, just to say that we live different than you wouldn't even live in the same day or time as you all do. That's all it's really about, if you ask me, about living different. They want to be different and they don't want to be, they want to separate themselves from the actual world. And what, what not a better way than to actually be on a whole different time zone that you can't even keep up with and we can change it anytime that we would like to. You do understand where we're going? Sounds crazy, but from what I just read, it's very possible, very possible. Anyway, just to move on, China's space goals are not unpredictable. In the 1990s, Russia experimented with using an orbit mirror to reflect sunlight on some of its sun developments in the northern cities. According to the New York Times, the project was abandoned in 1999 after the mirror failed to unfold and was incinerated in the atmosphere. <laughs> I wonder, <laughs> or was it really? Or did Russia just sell it to China? I mean, do you, I mean, there's a lot of ways we can go with this here. So again, just getting back to the general aspect and point of this, China is creating an artificial moon. So they're creating an artificial moon. So with that being said, what else do you think they can possibly or have possibly created and are just not telling us? I'm telling you, think about it, an artificial moon? So how do we know they don't have artificial people, artificial animals? Come on, I renegade nation. Let's think about it. Stay with me here. Think about it. An artificial moon, the powers. Come on now. Who's not to say what they're capable of? Anyway, I'm going to let you sit down and think about that for a second. My name is E.G. the Urban Scholar, and there's more. I'll be back. Do you like to be blunt? Absolutely. We don't sugarcoat shit. Listen, Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio. We're back. Uh-oh, Linda. I know these second segments get a little crazy, but what you got for me this time? Bring me back just when you thought I was gone and bring me right back. They can't get enough of me. I'm gonna go up against the ropes. I'm still fighting. The champ is here. The champ is here. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you all. My name is EG, the Urban Scholar. You are listening to Renegade Talk Las Vegas. Thank you, Linda, for that beautiful introduction. I don't know where I would be without you and keeping us thriving so much. And yes, again, thank you, Music Mike. I don't know why I would be without you either. <laughs> again, somebody please bring me a drink. I'm getting a little parched here. <laughs> that is a beautiful introduction. Man, let's, let's, let's ride on just for one second. Yes. Yes. 
Yes, 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 that's right. I said my name is EG, the Urban Scholar, and if you're just tuning in, you are listening to Renegade Talk of Las Vegas, where we don't sugarcoat anything, and that's right, I'm just going to bring you a very critical and critical study. Since we've been talking about marijuana for the past week or two, legalize it, decriminalize it, whatever, whatever, whatever they want to do with it just to make money off it anyway. That's really what it's about. Do you want to make money off it or, or do you not? Fuck everything in the middle. Fuck everything on the side. Do you want to make money or don't you? Yes or no? And we all know the answer, correct? So with that being said, I guess you, you know it had to be coming. Well, I guess studies say that a very real public health threat the hip-hop music videos often depict tobacco and marijuana usage. Hmm, what? A hip-hop video depicting marijuana smoking and tobacco usage? When? How? Since when? Last time I checked, you couldn't have a gun or smoke in a video. Or could you? <laughs> well, are the hip-hop music videos a danger to the millions of young fans who enjoy watching them? According to researchers from the Dartmouth Institution and John Hopkins University, many very well may be. That's because tobacco and marijuana products or imagery are regularly appearing in some of the most popular artist videos and experts warn children could be more likely to adopt their idols unhealthy habits. Hmm. So you're telling me if I watch a video of somebody smoking nine Nine times out of ten, I'm going to want to smoke also? Well, fucking duh. Don't you understand that and know that? That's one of the oldest tricks ever. Of course, it's some movies that you cannot watch without smoking because they're doing so much smoking that it makes you want to smoke so bad that you can't even watch a smoking movie. That's like trying to watch a Cheech and Chong movie sober. Come on now. That's like trying to watch Mac and Dre go to high school without smoking. I'm mean, let's just be honest here. If you all don't know what I'm talking about, those are um, marijuana movies. That's all I'm gonna say. Anyway, the new study is especially alarming, the authors say, because the hip hop topped rocked as the biggest music genre in the US in twenty seventeen. With its influence as powerful as it is ever, every artist has the ability to impact the behavior of the youngest and the most vulnerable fans through their own actions in their videos. As an example, the hit DJ Khaled song, I'm the One, which also features Justin Bieber, Quavo, Chance the Rapper, and Lil Wayne, depicts individuals smoking cigarettes and using the vape device Candy Pen. The video has been viewed more than one billion times. While there is no doubt that the hip hop artists have made many positive contributions to social change, speaking out on issues like police violence against minorities, there are also a history of showing regularly substance in hip hop or other popular music. These depictions may affect fans' attitudes towards smoking and increasing the likelihood of smoking, particularly most among young people say the studies lead to the release and research of are kids really smoking because of they watch the video or are they really smoking because what they see out 
in the world. I don't know if you all got that, but I just kind of added that extra in at the last part. Well, so basically, okay, so just to sum things up, because I'm not going to stand all fucking day on this, because um, <laughs> Music Mike, where are we going here? <laughs> well, anyway, so basically, they're asking you to really think about it, which I agree, it does. I'm just going to be completely honest here. You know, it does affect kids smoking. Yes, I mean, it makes it look cool, but hell, can you blame this new generation? Just see, that's the thing. You can't blame hip hop, okay? Because we can take it back to the 50s and 60s, okay? A lot of those movies, if you go back and watch those movies, a lot of kids were young, 13, 14, and smoking cigarettes. Lucky strike, to be exact, okay? Even the outsiders. That's kind of what, 70s, 80s, whatever, they smoking cigarettes. So that made cigarettes have often always been looked at as being cool. Let's just be honest here. In the movies, in the music videos, whatever the case may be. But for the past five to 10 years, I would say, with those truth commercials coming out, if you notice, a lot of cigarette commercials can't even, I don't think they can even show cigarette commercials on TV anymore. Every now and then, I might see one, maybe once in a man years but it's very odd it comes on in a very odd time and no telling who's up watching that shit. <laughs> moving on and as we almost get to that holiday that halloween a very halloween happy halloween i get i guess for the production of that halloween film that michael myers film for john carpenter a record 75 million opening box office. Well, that's right. Early industries estimate show that Halloween scared up to 32 million today, including 7.7 .7 from last night. And it's on its way to $75 million. Well, yeah, that's right. It is the best, it's based on the best theatrical domestic debut from October behind Sony's Venomous, behind Sony's Venom 80.2, and they're basically rivaling. So yeah, that's that John Carpenter's franchise, Bloomhouse. Their last, they're pretty much, the, I don't know if you're familiar with it, I'm just gonna break it down a little bit. Well, the Bloomhouse is pretty much John Carpenter's production company. They pretty much are responsible for movies like, movies like Paranormal Activity and a list of many more, oh yeah, and The Nun. Movies like that pretty much, um, Paranormal Activity 3, it did 52 million. They pretty much basically break box office down and set records and get out. Man, just estimated, what was it, 4.5 the first month? No, that was the first week. So, I mean, wow, just with these type of numbers. But worst case scenario, if tonight shows something significantly lower, which many aren't expecting, like in the 60 million range over the past three days, you have to understand they made $60 million off this movie within three days. So let's just be honest. Like, think about it. Okay, I'm gonna break these numbers down. We're just talking about money right here now. Okay, so they made $60 million off this movie within the past three days, correct? Do you know how much the movie only costs? The movie only costs $15 million, okay? So do you understand where the profit comes in at? Now, do you understand, you know, um, and the Jamie Lee Curtis, she will pretty much profit a $9 million split 
of the production company. And pretty much these, man, these numbers are crazy. They're just the production company cleared 278 million as a global gross, okay? And the black ink at the end of the day, which was behind Get Out, which cost less than 4.5 million to make, they made $77 million off that movie. Do you understand these type of movies when they come out? That's why they can afford to make these crazy expensive movies. That I'm gonna be honest, some of these movies that they actually come up with and make are good. And some of them are not. They're just too, too much special effects. Okay, do you understand when a movie is just too much? Don't you hate those movies when it's just too much special effects? It's like, man, I just want a movie to be as real as it can really be. Okay, now I haven't seen it yet, but I heard it's good. Nine times out of ten, I'm going this week to check it out. That's right, the Halloween. Ah, oh, man. And who can forget the nun? The, the, like the nun, that was pretty crazy. Then the first week, it was estimated that it would do, it would come in at number two. It came in at number one at 21.4. Now, after making a third, who came in third, it was a star is born, which was estimated 2.7, down 8% from Wednesday. So I'm just throwing a couple numbers out here, and I'm just not going to confuse you, go on and on, but basically what they're saying is Halloween is expected to outdo every single movie that has just basically came out for this year pretty much that's what they're expecting that's what it's estimated to do 75 million in the first opening week would top everything that has come out now like wow <laughs> that's a lot of money and like i said it only cost them 15 million dollars to make so that's why do you understand why hollywood is so hard to get into because hell if you have all that money then you pretty much got a lot of power and control in Hollywood, especially if you're on your own production company. And you and I both know <laughs> Weinstein. We're not even going to go into that. My name is EG, the Urban Scholar. You're listening to Renier Talk Las Vegas, and it's been fun. Catch you next time. Oh, yeah. Do you like to be blunt? Absolutely. We don't sugarcoat shit. Listen, Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio.